Hi, everybody. I'm Allie. And I'm Hayes. And we're here to explain it all. <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Yeah. Um, you know, Friday. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love, you know, talking. So here we are talking it out, talking yeah. it out. So how about we start with books? All right. Sounds good. All right. I know you, I know you have a book club, but I, I can't keep up. <laughs> so I've been um, watch. I've been with Bridgerton on Netflix. I watched that and I really enjoyed it. And um, when they they announced that they were renewed for a second book, um, I decided to read them. I thought, oh, a historical fiction romance that um, that is you know multicultural and stuff like that. Well, well, when you read the books, they're not multicultural at all. Uh, silly me. But um, yeah, so I picked up the whole series. I'm on the second to last one. The series starts, um, there's a, a, a bunch of siblings and each book follows each one of the siblings as they fall in love and get married and do scandalous things, you know. Um, so uh, they're all fun though. They're really tropey and they're really, um, you know, just not a whole lot of surprises, but they're just really fun. Mm -hmm. So what about you? What have you been reading? I have not been reading Bridgerton and I haven't even seen the series. So <laughs> really, um, I don't watch that many shows. Like I have to really force myself to watch shows. So I am very selective about what I'll watch. Okay. But sense. books, you know, I read a lot of books. So mm -hmm. I recently have picked up the Dread Nation books by Justina Ireland. Okay. Uh, and it is, um, well, the first book, basically, we are introduced to Jane. And Jane is a woman of color. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a young woman of color. And she was born to a mistress of a plantation. And this is also a sort of historic fiction type novel, but with a little fantasy thrown in because all people of color are um, tasked with fighting zombies. So basically sometime the during this- don't have color or just like go, go do your thing. We'll be here doing nothing. Yes. Yes, that's basically what it's it's like. So sometime during the Civil War, all of a sudden, shamblers is what they call them, but they're zombies and they rise up. So now they're, instead of the Civil War, you know, because that ended, now we have to fight zombies. And so, you know, there it's made like, okay, slavery is no longer allowed. Like it's now against the law. We got to that part, but instead of how history actually occurred, now we're fighting zombies. And apparently people of color were put on this earth to fight the zombies to save the white people. Mm. Well, I and mean, so that sounds uh, like something that would <laughs> Right. So this whole, like the, so far there's two books and I read the first one. Like I devoured the first book. It was so 
good. Um, so it follows Jane and her studies as um, a companion. So that's what they call them, companions. And uh, they go to school and they learn etiquette, but they also learn how to fight. Okay. Like, yes. have you ever seen Firefly? I have not seen Firefly. Okay, never mind then. So are these companions like bodyguards or like for romantic sexual purposes or? They're like bodyguards for the women. Okay. okay. But they are trained. Like they go to these schools that train them on fighting techniques. And, you know, they're just in school learning how to be a bodyguard for these socialite women. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know about this, but I was just so enthralled by these books. It's amazing. So the whole cast pretty much are people of color. Okay. And um, yeah, so I read the first one. It was, you know, called Dread Nation. And the second book I am currently reading is called Deathless Divide. And it follows Jane after the first book. So, so the first book, like as she's born and goes to school and the second book is like her doing her job or? No, it okay. is not. So it starts while Jane is in school. And, you know, like the whole story surrounds Jane while she's in school, her escapades, because she's not necessarily the model student. Like she's one of the best, but she's not a model student. And so we're like, take them through her escapades, but then it will go back and tell flashbacks of Jane's life and growing up. And there are so many surprises and, you know, twists and turns and I'm not going to give any of it away because I want everybody to go out and get a copy of this book whether you have to go to the library because it's at most libraries or it's not brand new brand new so it's both books are at the library and I check them out of the library and I might purchase them because they're so good so um, go out, get a copy of those books. It's, there's something for everybody, you know, it's, I mean, there's fighting, there's action, but there's a little bit of everything in there. So if you like romance, there's a little bit of romance in there. It's not a romance novel, but there, there's a little romance, so. I like romance for romance, but I don't like when they just throw it in there for no good reason. So yes. yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So those are the books that I'm currently reading. Um, you're right. I do have several book clubs <laughs> that I'm involved in. Um, I just finished a book called uh, Beach Read. Yeah, and I about that one. That one looked really cute. Yes, it, it was very cute. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to, it is a very typical romance novel. So I'm not going to go into it because I don't want to tell the story, but it's definitely... Um, a nice read to just relax with, you know, and yeah. pick up. It is a beach read, you know. Um, yeah. So, stuff, so, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. So, what about movies? What have you seen lately? Um. Well, I saw the Paw Patrol movie. <laughs> How cute was it? 
Oh, it was it was really cute. And actually, I was really impressed by the music. Um, you know, sometimes you go into kid movies and you're just like, mm, okay. Um, but they had they had a couple good songs. Um, and then I also saw Shang Chi, which I think everybody should go watch. It was great. Um, I I mean, it was action packed, interesting characters. Um, the female representation in the movie was huge. Um, which I mean, how many Marvel movies are there really that have female representation like that many? You know, I don't know. So um, yeah, yeah, it was really exciting. We got, we walked out and I actually took my, um, my children with me, 12 and seven. And there were probably maybe one or two parts where it was kind of intense. Um, I probably could have screened it better for my seven-year-old, but he handled it okay. Um, but um, they immediately wanted to go and watch it again. So, I mean, you know, good for the whole family, basically, like really, really enjoyable, worth the money. Like, yeah, I mean, we are planning on seeing it again, so. So I mean, tell me about the movie. What's the movie about? So, um, so Shang-Chi was, um, his parents, uh, I, don't, I don't know how many spoilers do you want? They are from- opposing, No spoilers. Op- opposing um, power holders. And they start a family and then um, something happens and he, um, Shang-Chi grows up and like kind of flees the family. And um, it's about him reconnecting with his family um, and then really trying to, you know, stop the forces of evil and um, really come to terms with his power and his abilities and stuff like that. He himself doesn't have any um, superpowers or anything like that but um, with the with um, his education in um, martial arts and then the the rings and kind of like the heritage from his mom's side he's really powerful and um, you I don't you really really root for him you really root for his family um, I, you're just really behind them the whole movie um, plus there's laughs um, Aquafina for all of her people have, you know, specific feelings about her. Um, she was really funny and really very Aquafina in the movie. So, um, you know, it was really enjoyable. I think she's funny. She's a pretty good comedian. Yeah. Despite, you know, all, all of the things that rightfully people right. have issues yeah. with. I think she's yeah. pretty funny. Exactly. So yeah. I am looking forward to going to see that movie. I hear it's long though. Is it really long? Yeah, yeah, it was long. I mean, you know, most of the Marvel ones are getting longer and longer now. Um, we went on opening day, but we went early in the day. Um, so there was probably, you know, it was a it was in IMAX, so it was a huge theater. And we weren't near other people. So there was plenty of space and stuff like that. So social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Um I have not gone to the movies in a while. I did go see Free Guy, but oh, that okay. was a few weeks ago. It was very cute. Yeah. It was really cute. I know there are some people who actually work in video games. They're like, that's not how things actually work. That's not how, it... but it was for someone who mostly just plays video games. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. You know, Ryan is hilarious. as he is in every movie just about you know he can definitely make any movie funny um that I'm gonna go see anything that he's in just about (laughs) um 
plan to, but it was kind of like, I'm, I'm just going to see one movie. So is it going to be Free Guy? Where I pretty much know it's, you know, it's a Ryan Reynolds movie. I know it's going to be enjoyable. Or am I going to see something, you know, Shang-Chi and really support, you know, a minority character and female cast and all that jazz. So that's, you know, but yeah, I still want to see Free Guy. Yeah, it was, it was funny. It was definitely worth going. I actually took my child to see uh, the movie teenager who hates going to the movies by the way everybody this is probably going to come up a lot but my teenager hates going to see movies and um we actually agreed to go see that one and we're not disappointed yeah he enjoyed it oh yes yes (laughs) yeah they enjoyed it so um that one will probably be one that I purchase and um, I also recently saw Black Widow. I did not see it in the theater, but we did um, purchase it on Disney Plus to watch. And I thought it was good. I mean, I thought it was okay. It was not what I expected. I did not expect mm-hmm. it to be um, more, like yes. <laughs> but it was good. It was, it was good. Um, yeah story yeah it wasn't what I was expecting either or what I was hoping for but it was still enjoyable Mm -hmm. I've seen it three times now because we we did rent it um and then saw it in theaters and then rent it again (laughs) I don't know why (laughs) yeah I I am not a huge Black Widow fan so I was going back and forth about whether or not I was gonna see it um I'm not upset that I did. It's not still not my favorite, but I'm not upset that I saw that movie. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It was, I mean, if you just took it at, you know, entertainment, it was it was entertaining for me, you know. Um, and yes. I don't know. Yeah, and I love action movies. So, you know, and Marvel is my thing. So <laughs> that was good. But speaking of, I just recently saw a movie on Netflix that I never thought to watch and I am so glad I did it was Thunder Force with Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer and I just thought it was so funny it was just so hilarious from the point of view of a like older mom I mean I'm not older but I'm not young either you know (laughs) So, I mean, maybe middle-aged, ish, you know, 30s age mom would really enjoy this movie. Um, It's just two normal, regular people. Well, you know, the one is not exactly normal and regular because she is super smart. Yes. And they're fighting miscreants who, uh, you know, at some point... um, something happened and then people got powers yeah and they started instead of becoming superheroes they all became miscreants who you know just went off and started killing people and just you know all these negative things and so you know we have one character whose whole mission was to um fight miscreants she mm-hmm. she wants to grow up to continue the work that her parents started in um fighting miscreants mm-hmm. and so first came out I really liked it but I don't really remember the ending 
<laughs> just remember well, you should watch it again. <laughs> I think it's going to be one of my, you know, recurring movies that I watch constantly. Like one of my comfort movies just because it was funny to me, you know, and I, I love almost anything Melissa McCarthy is in. And I've been following her since she was in the Gilmore Girls. And <laughs> so this is years and years, you know, since I was a teenager watching Melissa McCarthy. And I just just find her type of humor to just be comforting and hilarious. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, the kind of humor that I like. So it's good. Yeah. And you, you don't see Octavia Spencer in comedies yeah. ever. You know, so it works out so well. And, you know, I was told something that I never knew that um, those two are friends, like really good friends. And they oh, met wow. each other because they both started out in comedy. And I had no clue. Like, I didn't know that she was funny, <laughs> you know, so but it, it was a really good movie. Yeah, yeah. I like I said, I remember enjoying it. It's funny you mentioned the Gilmore Girls. I re- I was listening to a podcast yesterday. I guess Luke, um, the actor who plays Luke Scott, um, he has his own podcast where he watches the episodes and then talks about them. And um, Milo, um, the, the I don't know how to say his last name. He was actually on the podcast talking about the episodes and stuff like that. Um, I've listened to a couple episodes of it, always kind of like hoping that they would like go episode by episode and just like really talk in depth about their experience filming it and stuff like that. And they kind of don't do that. They kind of like, you know, touch on it here and there. But um, but that one was really nice, like to hear the two of them because they um, really get along in real life. Like they really like respect each other and had a good time filming. And apparently the scene um, where he pushes Jess into the lake was like one of the first scenes they did together so you know they kind of like bonded over that and stuff like that so but and what's that, that called what's his podcast called do you know um it's called i'm all in okay with scott patterson um and i don't know that i would recommend it all the time it is like an hour-long podcast and it i don't know it it doesn't necessarily go where i want it to go all the time but every once in a while he'll have you know some one of the one of the major co-stars and i'll listen to that one but it was it was fun to listen to them together oh nice <laughs> nice little tidbit so what else are you watching any anime are you reading any comics um comics i'm falling behind on um i have my my to be read stack is like um on comics um i got a new i got a new miles morales one that i'm trying to get it i'll probably take it to work with me tonight and and I'll get into it. But um, as far as anime goes, I'm finishing up um, Jujutsu Kaisen. I always say that wrong, but um, and I think I'm two episodes away from that one. And that one is as good as people said it was. It's you know action-packed and you really get involved with characters and stuff like that. So I'm enjoying that one. Um, of course, watched um, um, Yuri. That's one I always go back to every, you know, every time before I start the next one. Oh, just put on Yuri for a day even if I don't watch it it's just in the background just you know Yuri on ice yes, right Yuri on ice. <laughs> is there any other one your no. boys <laughs> I love them so much I love that show I hope that the next one actually does come through mm-hmm. because I I really enjoy Yuri on ice so I google it every once in a while and I mean 
I don't know, seems like they're doing something like a movie, but who knows? Who knows? You know, I just don't want to get my hopes up to be dashed to the ground. (laughs) There's still a book that was supposed to come out in 1999 that I still check on every once in a while. So I know, I feel you. (laughs) Yeah. So you also, I am not, I have not watched any new anime at all. Um, I have really been focusing on my books uh, because I actually want to reach my goal of 75 books read this year. And so I've been trying to make sure that I take the time to read. Um, I have read 59 books. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'm at 20. (laughs) Yeah, I read a lot. um, And I try not to cheat. So most of them are actual real novels. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm doing one theme that's 21 books in 2021 and it's just a random list of prompts okay. for books so that's helping me stay you know out of my normal genre and then you get like really burnt out so yeah. I'll you know try to throw those in here and there mm-hmm. so that you know, I, I don't get burned out. I'm also trying to do 21 romance novels. Hey, that's, that's. <laughs> <laughs> so I found <laughs> a few that I really enjoy. So Georgia Beers writes lesbian romance novels, hey, but nice. they're, yeah, they're actually really well written and very realistic. You know, so I have found, I've read a couple, um, I actually listened to them on Audible. They were like the Audible free titles. And I listened and I was like, these stories are really good. And so then I just started finding more stories like hers and, you know, more that she's written and she's won several awards for her novels so um, I'm like oh okay so working through the 21 and 21 and I have however taken the time to watch Blind Spotting and I know that's something that you've watched too what do you think of it? I loved it um I also so I didn't when I started watching the series I didn't realize that there had been a movie previously that addressed Mm -hmm. um you know Colin and um the main character who went to prison. Miles. Miles, there you go. So Colin and Miles. Um, and that's from the movie. And then the, the TV show picked up um, as the the female protagonist um, as the focus. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I, I watched the movie last night. Um, that I mean, it's, I don't know. I've read some interviews or not interviews, um, other, other people commenting on it and I say, oh, it's slow and stuff like that, but I didn't find it slow. I was immediately engaged, immediately interested. Um, the dynamic between the sister and um, the main character, I just, I, I, it just cracks me up. Like they never explain what their original problem is, but you know what? I don't care. Like sometimes family is family and you just butt heads and um, I don't, you know, maybe they'll tell us the backstory on that. Maybe they won't. I, I don't know, but I, I like the evolution of their relationship and how it changes. And um, I love that um, sex work is just a part of the show. It's not a demonized. It's not, you know, there's no slut shaming. Well, I mean, there's little, little comments and stuff like that, but the, the acceptance of it is really um, 
you know, refreshing, I guess. You don't, you know. Yeah. I, you know, I don't recall a lot of like any slut shaming, actually. I think yeah. it was just like personality, yeah. you know, it was a lot of yeah. Yeah. personality. And can you please put some pants on? Right. Just yeah. Because, like, do you always have to not have pants on? <laughs> when I'm home, pants, whatever, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> But now she has, you know, a kid, a little boy who's living in the house with her. So everybody's like, can you at least put some pants on, you know? Right. But um, it's, I think it's a good show. I think it's a really good show because that's, it's, there's so many different storylines mm-hmm. within the show yeah. and it's so close to real life Yes, that you can identify with like someone on the show whether it's the mother, whether it's Miles, whether it's the best friend who comes, you know, home who's after being gone for so long, or, you know, the tenant who just got released from jail and is on probation. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what do you mean I have to go to work? (laughs) You know? Yeah. So. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, you want me to go where? Mm. Yeah. I'm going to pass. Yeah. I'm going to pass. You know, <laughs> well, the are so interesting. You know, I, I don't know. And being like, I, I spent probably nine years of my life in Northern California. So to hear some of the same like words and stuff like that, it's really like fun for me, you know? Yeah. I was like, right so, out what do you think about the artistic interpretations within the show so I know a lot of people don't enjoy the dancing or the singing or or anything like that there's a lot of singing there's more spoken word than anything um so in the movie it is definitely more along the lines of um like in the story um like Colin will have a confrontation with somebody and all of a sudden instead of words you know he's rapping and it really it really really flows i think sometimes in the show maybe it doesn't flow quite as well um but i still enjoy it um and that's coming i i'm not really like a somebody who has a great love of poetry and spoken word and stuff like that um but i i really enjoy it in the show so um you know like i said maybe sometimes the transitions aren't quite as smooth as from the movie but I don't know I have I have nothing to complain about I enjoy it so what about you are you finding them hard to I love it yeah I love it I think that the interpretive dance type deal um David Diggs is a part of the production uh you know it's his show and I just feel like it just adds that depth to it that you would not get else you know elsewhere or otherwise um watch the movie I have not watched the movie I think I watched the movie years ago okay yeah it's it's older right no I think it's from like 2018 or something like that it's not I mean I guess it's older but yeah (laughs) my concert okay but um yeah um yeah especially in the movie it was really you know really powerful when they did transition yeah well I think you know uh, 
not to be philosophical or not to be, <laughs> you know, um, I, I feel like it's people of color. Like this is the show highlights people of color. Um, and there are shows, you know, certain episodes where they talk about, you know, yes. being a person of color and what it means and teaching it to the son and, yeah. you know, and like, I what do you mean? <laughs> he doesn't even know another one, you know? Right, right. Well, so that was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like people of color often use rap or poetry or dance to express themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is something that is brought into the show as infused within the show and not as something separate because that is who we are. It is infused in our culture and it shouldn't have to be something separate. Yeah, yeah. And so that's, I think that that is why I enjoy it so much because it's not something separate. This mm -hmm. isn't, you know, marketed as a musical or, no, it's or it's not, you know, it's just a show. It's a TV show, mm -hmm. but it has real influence within the show of real life. So I appreciated that. I, I loved that. I love the show. I really hope that they pick it up for another season because I need to know what happens because they leave us with right. such a flipping cliffhanger. Yes. Oh, and I hated that. I hated it. <laughs> like, that's, I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to spoil the end for people, but oh my God, I hated the ending so much. Like, yeah, I did too. <laughs> but it was a great show. It was a great it show. Was, so. It was. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's all I've watched, really. I mean, I started playing a few video games. I'm trying to wrap up a few video games. Um, you know, I am doing. Um, I'm trying to beat every Zelda game. I was wondering, yeah, are you still working on the board? I am still working on the board. I, um, it's so hard though. It's, it's very difficult for me because Zelda's my favorite thing. Yeah. And so I, and I'm a completionist. And so they create so many things within these Zelda games, especially the newer ones for you to complete and it's not just your main quest to go in and defeat Calamity Ganon. You have so many different things that you can do besides that, that you're like, ah, and being a completionist, I have to go in and do all of that. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to actually finish these games. And I, the issue is that I started off with the newer games. Gotcha. And then, so, you know, with Age of Calamity, it just, every time I think that I have completed everything on the screen, new ones pop up. So there's like, you know, you get to where it says that you're at 88% complete and you beat something, like you beat a board. And then all of a sudden you're at 72% complete. <laughs> because it opened up 13 more things that you could be so so it's hard it's really difficult I mean if I really wanted to I could just go straight through and I think I have maybe one more 
um, quest to complete and then I will have finished. But again, completionist. So I have to do every single last thing that pops up on the board. <laughs> my child, um, my teenager is not that like that at all. No. They're like, let me do the main quest, the side quest that I have to complete in order to complete the main quest. And that's it. Yeah. So, but it's just the same as Breath of the Wild. There's so many shrines that I still have to complete. Mm -hmm. So I think after I finish, so Age of Calamity is kind of one of my ongoing things that I do. Um, It's fun to do with someone else as well. So if I can get my teenager to play with me, like we'll tag team some of the quests. Mm -hmm. Um, But you cannot play that. So all of these games I'm, I'm playing on the Switch or I'm playing on the 3DS. So I have a new 3DS XL. And so I'll play the DS games there or I'll play on the Switch. And um, so Age of Calamity, I'm playing on the Switch. And they have an option where you should be able to play online, but you can't. So you can only play with someone locally. Oh, that's a bummer. It is because I have a lot of friends who play Age of Calamity. Yeah. So there's that. Um, I recently purchased Skyward Sword for the Switch and it's awesome. So what I like is that they have adapted it for the Switch. So you do play with both Joy-Cons. Okay. However, <laughs> I was gifted a um, light up motion censored um sword and so you put your joy con inside of the sword so that you can use it as an actual sword while you're playing who doesn't want that dude (laughs) who doesn't i'm like i'm gonna play skyward sword today and you know my team comes in and is like making star wars lightsaber noises as I (laughs) as my sword goes because it lights up when you like swing the sword so you know he's like every time (laughs) so yeah it's it's hilarious but that sounds like something we should get my youngest um he actually started um skateboarding recently so we got the, the Tony Hawk um games they released on switch and man I used to be good at them I used to be so good at them and um now I find myself at like midnight playing them you know so that I can beat him later you know <laughs> like <laughs> that's I'm funny awesome. I so I downloaded a game it was a um indie game and it's called Ali Ali yeah and it's just one of those games where that goes from left to right but you have to like, learn tricks mm-hmm. and like have your little player do tricks and and things like that and you get points for it and it's actually kind of hard (laughs) so the combinations I mean I was always kind of more of a button masher than anything so you know some games are fine you can just mash your way through them and others well Tony Hawk yeah parts of it you can parts of it you can't so yeah so you have to actually learn those combinations Mm -hmm. and that's what's difficult and then remembering to do do them at the right time Mm -hmm. because with with a lot of the skateboard games you have to do it right at the precise second yep as you get off the rail as you get off the yeah yeah 
Yeah. So <laughs> I get it. I get it. I don't have the Tony Hawk games, but I used to like the Sean White games a lot. I never had those ones. I, I had the, the Tony Hawk ones. Um, it's fun to listen to it though. Um, and now with my kids and stuff like that, and now they know the songs that have always you know been in my head or every time I hear them, oh, it's a Tony Hawk song, you know? So yeah. <laughs> My son had Superman stuck in his head one whole day. And I was like, I'm fine with this. Let's do it. <laughs> Let me teach well, you, you know, Tony Hawk is like doing commercials for AARP or something like that yeah. now. <laughs> like it makes me feel so old. Because <laughs> he was like really cool when yeah. we were growing up. Like it's Tony Hawk. Oh my gosh. And now he's like. AARP. Yes. Hey, I, I don't hate it. Get your money where you can, you know? Yeah. And he did something with Lil Nas X. Lil Nas yeah. X. Yep. He and, and Tony Hawk did like a video or something together. And it was really cute. Yeah, I liked it too. It was fun. <laughs> so, but, but yeah. Anything else? I think I'm going to see that movie. Mm-hmm. So okay. I'll be able to talk about that during our, our next podcast. And it was exciting. It genuinely was. So. Definitely. Yeah. Any animes that you would recommend that I watch before our next show? I don't know. What are you feeling like? Maybe Slice of Life. Hmm. I don't know. I haven't watched many. Um, I mean, I've Fruits Baskets, but you've probably already seen that one. Everyone's seen. I have before. not seen that one. Really? Oh, that's a very really? good one. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I'll start on, there for next week. On Hulu, it's probably on everything right now. I think it's on Netflix. I know it's on Hulu because that's where I watched it. And they have the older version and a newer version. Um, I've never seen the older one, but I've heard they're pretty interchangeable. Um, so um, my next one that I want to watch is um, Skate the Infinity. I've heard that one's good and kind of a little like, you know, like Yuri has implied boy love and so does Skate is what I've heard um so we're gonna go for that um and made sama i don't know i've been um, following a bunch of uh, ladies on tiktok um talking about um different animes so like my list just it never does oh. <laughs> that looks like my list <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, what I mean, it looks like that is i don't know but right. and maybe i'll have a comic book or two to discuss yeah I have to go look through my stack and see what I haven't read yet and and go from there and if there aren't any then maybe it's time for me to take a trip to the comic book store I saw um somebody did a walkthrough of it like a really big one in Annapolis um so maybe I'll have to go there the next time I'm down in that area we don't have any really big comic book shops up here we have you know nice little ones but yeah was it was it big planet maybe i think it's called i think so okay sounds right right. yeah (laughs) wall of manga she was showing it and i was just like (laughs) yeah there's a smaller one in college park that i've been to so i think they have like a couple different um locations so that's the one i've been going to so I have to go to Ann Arbor or to Detroit to find one that's like not just a hole in the wall, musty with guys who are like, what do you want? You know? 
Yeah. Well, maybe somebody who watches this is in your area and can suggest one for you because you are in Michigan, right? Michigan. Anybody have any recommendations? I'll take them. Right. And I am in Maryland, um, close to D.C. So anywhere in the D.C., Virginia, uh, Maryland area is, you know, fair Mm -hmm. game for me. It was really great talking to you today. I know it's been a while since we were able to catch up. Right. It has been, but you know, I just want to send a reminder to everyone, please make sure when you go out, mask up, wash your hands, sanitize. And if you can get that vaccine. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for my birthday <laughs> now. <laughs> So, all right, everybody, thank you for joining us and we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. All right.